This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Special shout out to our sponsor, Sphere Rocket VA, for making another episode of the Icon Podcast possible. I am your host, Gianna, and today we're going to get to know all about Lawrence. Hey, Gianna, how you doing? Doing good. Thank you so much for joining me today. And um, so let's let's talk about you, Lawrence. You know, where are you from? What market are you in now? And how did you end up in real estate? Sure. Uh, well, I'm born and raised in Mississauga, which is a suburb of Toronto. We're right next to it in, in Toronto, Canada. Uh, my background, um, I was an engineer. I did that for four years. I started a tech company out of high school. And I just continued with my tech company for about 10, 20 years. Then I was in the process of selling my tech company. And then I thought, well, if I have a bunch of money, what do I do with it? So I thought, well, I'd probably, in, I'd probably invest in real estate. And then so I got, like, oh, might as well become a realtor. And then uh, I've been starting that. Unfortunately, the uh, sale of the business didn't go through. So I still run that on the side. But uh, I've been doing real estate ever since. And it's been amazing. Awesome. Cool journey uh, coming from a pretty different industry background than than most uh coming into real estate but that's cool i like the switch up and it seems like you're doing good you're an icon agent and that's why you're here that's what it's all about so you know how did you find out about exp was it your first brokerage or did you switch brokerages to come over yeah so exp it wasn't my first choice i actually never really heard of them uh, i started off with uh, remax i figured you know i might as well just go for brand recognition in my rookie year so i started that that's actually where I met my sponsor. He was a sales manager at the time there, and he was teaching me, you know, a sales coach. And I was there for my first year. Then uh, he moved to a second Remax, and I followed him to a second Remax. And then uh, then he moved to EXP, and he said, hey, you should come over here. And at the time, I said, you know what? I'm happy here. I'm just going to continue on. But after a couple of years, two to three years, I'm like, you know what? I think it makes sense for me to at least listen to what you have to say about EXP. I haven't really heard much about it. And so we got together, had a quick chat about it. And within a week, I was over here. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. So good for you for listening and hearing about about it. And, um, you know, a lot of people say they wish they would have done it sooner. Oh, 100%. I mean, if I had moved over EXP a lot sooner, it would have been a lot better. But as it was, I figured, you know, there wasn't really much risk to moving over at the time. Yeah. So it's like, I might as well move over and give it a try. You know, I'm doing a lot of the things I do at EXP anyway, which was, I was doing a lot of masterminds. I was helping to, you know, recruit people at the company, that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, my family didn't really make much money off that. <laughs> um, so now at least I have an opportunity to help agents and also helps my family at the same time. Absolutely. What a great aspect to have on that. So, you know, when you did jump over to EXP, you know, you liked that. Okay, I was doing all the same things. They've, they've got mastermind. They've got this. You know, there, there's opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of help all the aspects of my life that I care about, but what keeps you at EXP? Like, what do you really love about it? I know they've got um, right, just like, revenue. Go ahead. 
there's a whole bunch of different things. IDXP, which I find really, really exciting. I mean, not only does it have a worldwide reach, but it just, you know, the thing with the XP is it feels to me like it's like a cruise ship. You know, you're on a cruise and there's just like a hundred things to do. And you're like, which one do I do? Do I go like Lido deck? Do I go like buffet? I don't know. But, uh, you know, IDXP is the same thing. There's continuously a lot of different sessions that are done by Icon and a lot of masterminds, a lot of, you know, the basic courses for people who don't know anything about real estate. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of manager support. You could do that. You know, you can network with different people. Um, uh, earlier last year, I helped a client get a place in Puerto Rico. And that was just, again, through the EXP connection. He was like, hey, I'm moving to Puerto Rico. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why don't they put you in touch with an agent there? Yeah, absolutely. Then, yeah, and then, he, and then they had time and they figured it out and they finally got a place over there. And then I got a referral and that was amazing. And that really helped because it was part of the EXP connection and referrals in that way. So yeah. there's a lot of things in EXP that uh, I'm very excited about. Of course, there's the you know revenue share. There's the stocks, right? At the very least, with the stock payment, um, the stock employee purchasing plan kind of thing, it's pretty much like if you're working at a big tech company like Google and Microsoft. It's like you take a certain amount of your salary, and then you can go buy stock at a discount. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so really. Definitely take uh, take use of that. Yeah, uh, use all the all the assets here on the cruise ship. There's lots to learn, lots to do, and all good things here. That's that's a great um, way of explaining it, Lawrence. You know, instead uh, of drinking water from a fire hose, you know, and overwhelmingness, there's just so much to do. You're excited about it. Yeah, for sure. Great. I mean, there's just, there really is so much to do. I mean, I think I've only touched the surface of it. I haven't really networked that much with the other agents in person because of COVID, obviously, but now, you know, excited to go to the shareholders meeting in Florida <laughs> this spring. You know, that's going to be pretty fun, I hope. And then uh, in Vegas, again, you know, in the fall, that should be a lot more fun. Hopefully I can meet a lot of agents that way. That type of networking really excites me. I really like talking to other agents. I've been doing it for many, many years now just for fun. And now I can do it just, you know, to try to increase my business and to get more clients and that kind of stuff. Of which course, awesome. yeah. A win-win for everyone. So, you know, Lawrence, you stay pretty busy and, you know, you have a lot of protection because you're an icon agent. Yeah. So that being said, how do you take care of Lawrence? How do you avoid burnout mode? How do you, you know, make sure that that work life has a steady balance? So that work life balance isn't easy. Uh, although if you take a look at my feeds and that kind of stuff, a lot of people probably think I'm just goofing off all day. <laughs> they don't really see all the work in the background. They're like, oh, yeah. it looks like you don't do anything. Like, uh, <laughs> I work hard in the background, but, you know, it, it, the... The public face of it isn't just going to be continuously grinding. It's the, the public face of me, especially on social media. My main goal is that my audience doesn't unsubscribe from me. So it's always lighthearted. I try to keep away from religion, politics, all that kind of stuff. It's just fun jokes, you know, picture of my kid kind of thing, me on vacation occasionally, you know, interesting things I see in the open house, that kind of stuff. Just really lighthearted things, sometimes related to real estate, a lot of times related to myself and my personality, movies I'm watching, that kind of stuff. My main goal really is to have the people not unfollow me and not unsubscribe from me. And that way they're just sort of around and they see me doing things and hopefully eventually I get business. And things that you enjoy too, you know, things that are recharged to you, they get to know not only that, you know, real estate side of you, but the Lawrence side of you. Cause at the end of the day, you know, people need to buy a house, but they really just want to buy it from you, who you are. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm also very passionate about just sales and marketing and real estate in general. So I find that helps. Uh, even, you know, when I started off, all I would do was talk to other agents about sales and marketing, getting clients and that kind of stuff, that type of mastermind. 
Uh, I started a group called the Real Estate Rookies on Facebook, and I've got more than 2,000 members. And that was started relatively early in my career. That was only my second year. Although the time when I started it, one of my sales coaches was like, what the heck are you doing? Go concentrate on work, that kind of stuff. Stop talking to other agents. And I'm like, the, the problem is that that's the kind of stuff that I like to do. I like to just talk about real estate and talk about prospecting and clients and scripts and you know different type of online lead generation. Like It's just stuff I like to do on a daily basis. And so I figured that would translate well to EXP. I mean, even when I started my Facebook group a long time ago, the main goal was really, you know, eventually I might start a brokerage or maybe I'll start a team. I don't really know. But I just like giving back. It's just like an educational teacher kind of, I guess, philosophy. Yeah. I just like teaching people. It's just one of the things I like to do. That's great, you know, and um, some of the icons that I've talked to, one in specific, he said, you know, at EXP, you learn, you earn, and then you return. So <laughs> you like talking about it and you love, you know, uh, making the connections and, you know, bringing up real estate. That's okay. Cause if you like what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way I see it. So although, you know, in terms of burnout or that kind of stuff, work life balance, I do spend a lot of time with my family on the mm -hmm. side, but I try to structure it a lot so that I work a bit and I play a bit. And then, you know, I do both. I am, you know, pretty much always on my phone or checking emails. I mean, that's just, I guess, a fact of life as a realtor, at least for me right now until I can, you know, offload that. But who knows when that will be. I also like to volunteer a lot. You know, I'm on a lot of committees and boards and that kind of stuff. Recently, oh. I've been uh, appointed to the Canadian Agent Advisory Council. So we've only been there for, I guess, only two meetings. I have no idea what it's about yet, but it sounds very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so in That's Canada, awesome. there's uh, a board of 16 agents right now uh, that you know okay. you have to apply for, get nominated, and then they they select you, that kind of stuff. And so the goal is just to promote the culture of EXP, uh, whether it's you know through technology or through attraction or through coaching or whatever the different various committees that we have are. Uh, mm -hmm. Those committees do different things. I believe they also help with getting a charity on board. I think it was a Make-A-Wish or whatever, so that they could uh, you know donate to charity uh, through EXP. And so that process, you know, was, we were pivotal in that. So I'm very excited about what this committee is going to do or what this council is going to do. And hopefully we can improve EXP. Me too, Lawrence. That's really cool. Congratulations on being appointed to that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. So, you know, um, I told you we don't talk a lot about numbers on here because we don't. And uh, frankly, numbers are gibberish to me because yeah. they're, they're so like they're so versatile, I guess if, if the word is, they, they vary in value depending on what market you're in. But I do want to know, you know, what the icon award is to you because, you know, you had to get a certain amount of production. Right. You had to sell a certain amount of houses to get there. So can you kind of talk about your production journey to get there and, sure. you know, what the icon award means to you, maybe the benefits that came with it? Yeah. So, I mean, basically the, I mean, I've only been at EXP for one year. <laughs> so my first year I got icon here. Uh, although, you know, Congratulations. Cool. thank you. Thank you. Sure. I mean, I was probably on pace to do similar production in like previous brokerage, but depends on how things are accounted for. Uh, to get icon in Canada, it is uh, $500,000 in commission or after you cap 20 full transactions. So somewhere around there, that's Canadian dollars, right? Huh? And Canadian currency. Yes, that would be Canadian dollars. Yeah, okay. so that, that's the rough production rate. And so, you know, at the very least, all the people who hit Icon have hit a certain amount of achievement that they probably are not beginners and they probably know a little bit of what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you said like, you know, 
as a beginner, you're probably not going to icon, but you know, for the newbies out there, maybe they're new to EXP, maybe they're new to realty in general. Is an icon award something they should strive for in their first year? Or, you know, what's some other, I guess, um, sorry, landmarks that they can shoot for to kind of aspire for the icon award later? What's some advice for the new people? <laughs> I mean, for me, the main goal is just trying to hit icon in my first year just to see that I could do it kind of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. for, like whenever I do a lot of training for a lot of rookies and the different masterminds and seminars I do, the main thing I want to instill in everyone who's starting out in real estate is that this is a lifelong journey. You know, when you're talking about transactions specifically, you know, what, what do I do about this particular transaction? You know, my main opinion about that is that this transaction doesn't matter. You're going to be in real estate for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Like what you do today doesn't really matter. If you're really, really dealing with a client that's really, really cheap, hypothetically, you know, they want a low commission, whatever it is. It's like the mindset of that particular client isn't going to give you a bunch of referrals. And if they do, they're probably gonna want some type of kickback. You know, they're not really gonna help you with your business, it's just their mindset. What you wanna do is attract people that are the same, you know, attract your tribe. The people who think like you, the people who wanna help each other, those are the people that you wanna attract. So don't worry about the one transaction, worry about the marathon, it's not a sprint. It's like a 20, 30, 40 year plan. So similarly, you know, try to be ethical. If you screw over an agent today, they're still around 20, 30, 40 years from now. Like, it's not a good idea. So everything I do is all about the long term, like the really long term, which is why EXP, I thought, was amazing. The way I explained to a lot of people is that I'm doing exactly what I was doing at Remax. Like, exactly what I'm doing. I made quite a bit more moving over here just because of that. But ignoring that, we also have the benefits of the stock. You have the benefits of, you know, the, the stock bonuses as well as the stock purchasing. Uh, so I got stock as icon, right, $16,000 just because... I, I hit a certain amount. And because of that, as icons, we get to teach back and bring back to the community. We get to either teach courses or helping coaches, all that kind of stuff. Lawrence, so, what, uh, what road of that are you taking? So right now I'm doing the coaching route. <laughs> so I'm I'm helping as being a one-on-one -on -one coach to the people who are in the boot camp. So in Canada, different than the mentorship in Canada, we just have so many people coming in that we actually have to do more of a boot camp. It's a 12 week okay. boot camp, mandatory that you have to take and then every week it sort of keeps cycling and then you go through the different topics. So right now I'm mirroring that by just uh, also doing that on a weekly basis and then doing that with the people that I'm coaching and they come in and I just talk about whatever the topic is of the day. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, the newbies, it's something you can strive for, but lean into your, lean into your resources, lean into your coaches. If you don't get it, that's okay. But you know, you're on a cruise ship. There's other stuff to strive you for. Sure. If you don't like to go Lilo deck and you don't like to, you know, do the line dancing, then maybe you can go down to the casino or you go to the bar. Like, I don't know. Oh, you can eat buffet. All you can eat buffet. That's always a good one. Or stay in your stateroom all day. You know, I'm not like a cruise mm -hmm. director, but you know, whatever, whatever it is. Like there's so many things to do here. You sort of pick what you want to do. Or if you want to be a lone wolf and you want to do your own thing, that's great too. If you want to, you know, use KV car and just get a whole bunch of online leads, that's great too. Um, so just talking more about, I guess, you know, again, I, I'm, this is more about icons, but I just, I'm very passionate about just teaching rookies what to do <laughs> because I see the same questions in my real estate rookie group. And I see the same questions whenever rookies come up and they always ask the same thing, right? They always ask like, where do I get the leads from and that kind of stuff. And although you could get leads through KB Core, for a lot of people, I feel that it's not just about getting the lead, right? A lot of it's about lead nurturing. 
like there's two parts there. One is the top of the funnel where the lead comes in and now they know about you. But after that is more with the lead nurturing. It's a follow-up. It's just talking to them, you know, every week or every month until they're ready to buy or sell. Like that process is more important because if you are door knocking or cold calling, it's very rare that the person you talk to says, oh, I was just waiting for someone to call me and you're it and I'm happy to sell my house. Like it's very rare. You need to know how to talk to them and nurture them over the few weeks or months that it takes. And, you know, recently I've seen a couple of people post about how much, you know, does it cost to do online lead generation for either Google PPC or Facebook or KB Core, whatever it is. And my opinion of that is, at least in Toronto, it's pretty expensive. We're talking about maybe $10 to $20 per lead. And it's a lot cheaper to go for the free leads. And the free leads are the ones that come into your open house, the ones that you just go door knock, the ones that you go cold call. These are all free. And then you package your script. Because when they go ask you, like, how long have you been in business? And you're like, ah, I, I don't know. Right? And you don't know how to answer that. It kind of sucks that you pay 20 bucks to somebody to answer in a very poor way. But if you just keep practice talking and talking and that kind of stuff, you have a much better way of your scripts and a much better way of portraying yourself so that, you know, they'll give you the business. Absolutely. You know, that's a good point too. You know, you want to invest in yourself. You want to invest in your branding. But, you know, even though you're part of EXP, you don't have to have EXP in big letters. You know, you're still yourself. And that scalability is brought to you by EXP to be able to get out to those people to be able to grow your brand and to be able to be your best self to your client. You know, I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's yeah, one of the sure. best aspects about this brokerage. I mean, even again, when you're starting out, it's like, if it is a marathon, right? 20, 30, 40 years, does it make sense to spend all your money at the first year or two and tool up and get good, build a good foundation and then worry about it? Or is it just, you just sort of muck around for the first couple of years and you don't really get a mentor. You don't really get a coach. You don't really know what you're doing. You don't learn about KV core. You don't, you know, you don't read up how to do any scripts. You don't read how to do your contracts. And then like after year four or five, that's when you decide that you want to do it all. Like it makes sense in my mind that you just invest in yourself at the beginning. Right. And then now you have a solid foundation and then I can move forward for the next 20, 30, 40 years of your life. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It is. And you're absolutely right. And you know, the first, the first uh, step to taking a journey of a thousand miles is literally that first step. It is definitely that first step. I mean, for the people that are curious, you know, my first year I did $19,000, which is not a lot. It was like two or three deals or whatever like that. But, you know, you keep working your first year. I did a lot of cold calls, a lot of door knocking, a lot of open houses, a lot of networking. I did a lot of stuff and eventually it paid off. Mm -hmm. But the first year, I didn't think about just trying to get a deal. Like even my very first listing that I got, uh, my mindset in my farm was just to go around, knock, and if I get something great, if I don't, I don't care. I'm just practicing. And it turns out eventually I did get my first listing in my farm, and my farm is pretty competitive, but I got my first listing. And, uh, you know, they never asked me how many years have I been doing this. They just sort of gave it to me. Wow. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They just trusted, you know, trusted you, trusted the process, and we love that. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It was, it was, a. Uh, it was, it, I have a very tough farm. We live in a pretty good good neighborhood in Mississauga next to Toronto. And okay. uh, like when I door knock, about 10% of them are realtors or related to realtors. Like, <laughs> because I talk to them, yeah. I door knock, like, how are you doing? I say, oh, you're a realtor. Okay. I go to the next one. Like, hey, how are you doing? I'm a realtor. Okay. You go to the next <laughs> one, right? It's like literally 10% of the people that I door knock in the farm were realtors or no, my brother's a realtor or whatever. Or we are, or we have my a goldfish is a realtor. 
Sorry. Pretty much. It was bad. When I go to school, for instance, you know, four of the parents in my kids' classroom are realtors. When I went over to play date, they came over with a realtor t-shirt on and tell them, like, you know, I'm a realtor as well. Like, oh, okay. I didn't, you know, just kind of, you know, they're awkward. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit awkward. I mean, they're advertising their their team, (laughs) whatever, you know, put it on their kid and put them in the play date. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm happy for you, but you know, I'm also a realtor. <laughs> so it's a competitive farm, like really competitive. You know, when I went to school here, two or three of the people who are the kids of realtors who are now the main realtors in the farm, right? So just very, very competitive is all I can say. Absolutely. But look at you, you're still, you know, top, top couple percent of best performing realtors at EXP. So you're holding your own over there, Lawrence, and we love to see that. Yeah, no, thank you very much. I'm, I'm happy to be here and happy to give back. Right? I'm, 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 again, very excited to see how the Canadian Council is going to go out. Uh, I also volunteer a lot in the Toronto Real Estate Board. Um, so people are curious about that. But uh, it's, you just, um, well, you have to apply to volunteer for that. So I was lucky enough in my second year that I was able to make it to the Toronto Real Estate uh, MLS Committee. And that's really competitive. There's like, I think, 200 or 300 agents that try to apply for that. So I was able to get in. Some of it's networking, like you have to really know people, but you know, you just talk. And also, I mean, the way, I guess the things I talk about and my background, I'm in a tech background, so I'm sure that helps as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So and that, you, know, yeah. you said you didn't start with EXP, right? Were you ever skeptical right. of it? Were you ever like, oh, I'm not going to drink that EXP Kool-Aid? Honestly, the moment I, the first time I heard about it, I just brush it off like one of a hundred other brokerages. Just, hey, when come yeah. over here? Not really. When I learned about it specifically, when I called up my current sponsor and I said, you know, well, I only have one sponsor, but my sponsor, <laughs> when I went to go have lunch with them, I said, tell me about EXP. After that three hour lunch, I couldn't sleep for literally the whole week. My mind was on fire, just so much to do that after that week, I put in my letter of resignation. I'm like, I have to go. Like there was no doubt in my mind. I, I talked with a lot of my good friends who are not in real estate, but I mastermind with other people uh, for business and other things out of real estate, old friends for the last couple of year, a uh, couple decades. And all of them just said, there is no disadvantage in moving over to eXp right now. Zero. Because your previous brokerage is going to welcome you back with open arms and maybe you're going to get a cheaper split. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't move over now, see if it works, try it for a year, and if it doesn't work, come back. They're like, I'm not buying and selling my house with you because you're at a certain brand. I'm buying my selling house with you because I trust you. I know, like, and trust you. And I know you can do a good job. That's the reason why I'm dealing with you. So whether you're with whatever color of different brokers that you're at, a different brand, um, it doesn't matter to me. So why don't you try EXP? See if it works, right? See if you can attract people, see if the stock thing okay, if it tanks, maybe you leave, whatever it is. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, no problem. Just go back. No harm, no harm. Right. No, you're 100% right. You know, um, you got to make that jump. You got to try it out. There are so many things that EXP invests into their realtors here. The thing is, is that, you know, they want to buy. People don't even, I personally, before I started this podcast, I was like, what's a brokerage? What's the difference? (laughs) I I thought they were real estate offices. I don't understand. Like, and people really don't know. They really don't like, it's not their field. You don't look to you don't look to start buying a house when you're going to school and 18 and 15 and sometimes not even up till 30s, you know, who knows? But there's no reason for people to to research it really until they are in the market for it. So 
they're not buying you. They're not buying your brokerage. They're buying Lawrence. They're looking right, for at sure. And then, best experience. And even when I'm attracting people over to EXP, you know, when, when I when I try to explain the model, mm-hmm. there's a lot of agents that actually don't explain it very well. I just say that sometimes I'm like the second or third agent that explained it, and they're like, I have to move over. And sometimes there's like, I have to move over, and then they decide to pick another sponsor. And, you know, that happens. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of times when I explain what the value proposition is for EXP, what are all the advantages, what are the disadvantages, most of them see it. The few that don't usually have some type of mental block, and honestly, you cannot get past that. It's like trying to sell a house, you know, with the person that wants to sell it by themselves, and now they're saying, hey, give me the lowest commission, and really, I don't know what the value is for agents, and I'll just sell it myself. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what, you know, <laughs> thank you, but, like, I don't know if we're a good fit, right? And right. so. Sometimes agents just aren't ready. Maybe they are very happy with their brokerage, but if you keep talking with them occasionally, maybe they won't be happy. And then like, you know what? Maybe I'll have a talk with Lawrence and just see what EXP is about. Maybe it's for me, maybe it's not. But honestly, if you do not listen to what anyone has to say about EXP, as in if you don't learn what you're rejecting, I don't know how you could logically reject it. It doesn't make sense to me from a logical point of view. It's like, hey, you should go, you know, eat kumquats or something. You're like, nah, they're horrible. And you're like, well, you haven't tried one. You don't know the medicinal right. values of it or whatever. You know, whatever it is. Or, or it's almost like they've got their fingers in there, like, la, 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 Yeah, la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I don't want to hear it. No good, whatever. And you're like, you know, have you tried a cleanse or whatever it is? You know, I don't know. But I'm just saying. Uh, so similarly, with EXP, there are some that totally have a block. Now, oftentimes it's because there are certain EXP agents that are rather aggressive and i have been told that when i talk to some people they're just like i don't know about that guy or that gal like they're really aggressive like can you tell them to stop and i'm like i can't stop them like i can't do anything all i could do is portray me as what i am like they do not represent exp they represent their own brand and all i can do is represent how i feel about the company and how i feel about doing real estate and how i feel about dealing with other agents you know Absolutely. but some people just aren't ready and that's okay but there are some that are ready and when they're already, then I'm happy to talk with them. There's some that sort of are curious about it. So, you know, sometimes I have broker managers call me and we, we have a chat, right? Just to like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, why am I losing so many agents to you? And if, you, and if I got to be honest, I'm not telling them everything. <laughs> I tell them some stuff, you know, just, just get them to yeah, understand. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get so like, I mean, if, if I told them my complete pitch, they'd be like, hmm, maybe I should come over to EXP and become a broker manager here, right? Which they may be. <laughs> but maybe they can't like i don't really know what the purpose is you know uh for them but yeah those people you ask me occasionally about what is bxp and i've had maybe three or four conversations now with people that wanted to start their own brokerage and i'm yeah. like well you can go to exp you know my feeling about exp is that it shortcutted my ability to start a brokerage by about 10 years i mean that's been always a dream of mine start a team start a brokerage that kind of stuff and if I'm starting like a brokerage, the, the amount of things that I need to do to start a brokerage, which includes getting the technology ready, the, you know, all like the trust accounts, all the administration, all that infrastructure, it takes some time. It's not that I can't do it. But if it's already set up, I can just in theory just start attracting people now that like my philosophy and want to make more money through me and like to make more money through VXP. And I already have the brand and other networking things to fall back on. And that kind of stuff I feel is very, very good in terms of, just, I'm very happy about that, that's all. <laughs> yeah, no, as you should be. And that's, you know, you've accomplished a lot over here at EXP and you've, you've only got the whole cruise left to go, you know, lots to do, lots to learn. It's like the first day of the cruise, right? It's like a three month cruise or something across the Mediterranean down the Caribbean or wherever the heck it's going. Like it's a pretty long cruise, right? 
Yeah, you are not short on time here. It's it's going to be there's there's going to be a lot to follow coming up with you, Lawrence. You know, with your volunteering and the boards you're on, and you know the the level of production you're achieving. So congratulations on all Thank of you. that. Thank I uh, I really look forward to following your adventures over the next couple months, and I'll be hunting you down at shareholders and EXP Con to get awesome. connected. Of course. And um, is there anything else you want to touch on? I've asked you all my questions. It's been a pretty solid, almost 30 minute podcast. Let's take a quick look at my quick few notes. Not really. I mean, in general, real estate is an amazing business. So for the people who are just starting out, it's like, you know, it, it, it's a very, very good industry, right? Being in, in other industries, the amount of time it takes one to spend a four year degree and that kind of stuff. And for the amount of money you make starting out compared with here, it's night and day. Like you might as well try to give it a go. And but when I mean give it a go, it's like actually give it a go and try <laughs> as opposed to just like whatever comes. But you know what? Real estate is like a sales type of business. Like you have to actually go after your business. You know, if you just sit there and wait, it's difficult for you to get the business. But that's okay. But real estate, I highly encourage everyone to get in it. You know, if you have any questions in about Toronto or Mississauga, always give me a call. I'm always happy to answer that. Absolutely. Well put, Lawrence. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And if you're ever wanting to do a spinoff podcast, you know who to call. I would love that. Thank you very much, Gianna. I appreciate it. Of course. Have a wonderful day. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistance. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.